0: The disruptions caused by the coronavirus pandemic to global supply chains were unexpected. How did logistics companies and global enterprises dependent on their services do this year? We hear from Chris Bono, Managing Director of UPS Philippines.
1: This has really been one of the most challenging times in a lot of people's lives. I don't see myself as any different in that regard. I will say, though, seeing our UPS folks come together to continue to deliver and support countries we serve during this time period is probably one of the most rewarding times that I've had in all honesty. To see people come together in the face of the adversity that's been in front of them has really been nothing short of amazing in all walks of life.
0: Chris has been with UPS for 18 years. It's going to be a busy, busy time for UPS as it's one of several logistics groups tasked with delivering billions of coronavirus vaccine doses to the world. On top of that, it's holiday season. And those packages you ordered have to be delivered to you. In this episode of B-Side, Chris chats with Business World senior reporter RJL Balin as he takes stock of this year against the backdrop of the ongoing health crisis.
2: Chris, to start this conversation, what does it feel like as a leader of a global company dealing with a pandemic that's causing massive disruption and
1: losses across sectors? UPSers from around the world have really stepped up to continue to provide that sense of normalcy and to really continue to deliver what matters. We were designated very early on in the pandemic as an essential infrastructure by many governments around the globe because supply chains needed to keep moving. And we have seen volumes to the levels of what we would consider peak season. And peak for us is defined from the time period of Black Friday up through Christmas Eve. Those volumes are a lot higher because of the holiday seasons. And we've seen those level of volume since February and March, and it's all really been in a global effort to ensure business continuity for our customers.
2: Follow-up to the first question, Chris, what are your expectations for December? That's the holiday season, Christmas.
1: It's going to be pretty massive considering the amount of e-commerce that has been delivered since the start of the pandemic and now entering the holiday season. I think domestically in the US, this is gonna be a challenge that I think UPS is definitely gonna be up to meet. In the Philippines, it's been interesting the last couple of years, peak season here has kind of had its up and down. The holidays in December, usually the last two weeks of December, there's a lot of companies that shut down, things of that nature. So you do see a little bit of volume spikes I would say in the early part of the December period, especially if people are trying to get deals from the online marketplaces, I fully expect that the same is going to happen in the Philippines this year. And just like the US and other countries that are preparing to support the holiday season, we've been in the planning stage for several months to support that here as well.
2: UPS was founded more than 100 years ago, which means it survived so many crises in the past. But how different is the current pandemic in terms of disruption it has brought to the global supply chains?
1: I think just sheer scale that we have seen from the start of disruptions that you saw in China back in late January, February, and in the March, which really had an initial impact on manufacturing and production. And as the pandemic grew out to other countries, You saw various degrees of lockdowns and quarantine, such as we've seen here in the Philippines, and that really put restrictions on a lot of non-essential businesses. Small to medium-sized businesses may have slowed or even stopped altogether, and you even saw products just sitting in distribution centers, just waiting to be shipped and while seeing some of these restrictions easing over the last few months some companies obviously with the work from home guidelines they may not have gotten back up to full production again and the optimum levels for them to kind of keep at a healthy rate so you're seeing impacted cash flow and less sales growth than probably they would have definitely liked this year we've had conversations with shippers that need plan Accordingly, we want to look at solutions that streamline processes, provide cost-effective alternatives in order to ultimately diversify their supply chains, especially in the midst of these unexpected disruptions.
2: What challenges, based on your observations perhaps, do organizations face as a result of disruptions in global supply chains? And how can private firms, both big and small, and governments address such challenges?
1: So one of the biggest supply chain challenges since the start really has been the reduction of air freight capacity, okay? So with commercial airlines being grounded and passengers really not flying, what happens is that the belly space of those aircrafts are not being utilized for cargo because of that, as well as closures of retail shops in a lot of areas. And then we talked about earlier with workforces working remotely, some cases labor shortages as a result of the quarantines really limits the overall number of people that can report into work at any one time. This is due to either government restrictions or social distancing guidelines that have to be implemented. I think for larger businesses, the disruptions they faced included manufacturing slowdown or again stopping altogether, suppliers located in affected areas that may have shortages of materials and products that make inventories costlier. The pandemic has kind of forced us to change the way we're doing business. It's shown that many supply chains were really susceptible to disruptions. And while a lot of companies do have business continuity plans or BCPs in place, I don't think anybody really saw this coming. And now businesses really are stepping back while they're trying to operate during this time, also looking at a potential next event and rethinking how their supply chains are set up, not just from a cost efficiency standpoint, but also from a pure resiliency perspective. Even now, though, smaller businesses could be seeing growth opportunities by shifting their businesses online. As we have seen, especially in the Philippines, the pace at which digitization has really forced companies to get online, get closer to their customers, be able to still serve them, has really been Amazing. I think you've even seen a maturity just in the last eight to nine months where companies got online initially in March and April just to stay afloat, keep their heads above water. And now they've learned a lot over the last eight months and have become much more mature as they work to continue to grow. And with a whole range of digital tools being available to them, helps them identify these growth opportunities by allowing them to look at data, tell them where their customer's are and, where, and what sort of behaviors they may have online. What new opportunities both
2: long-term and short-term are emerging, which global delivery service providers like UPS
1: are now taking advantage of? For the logistics industry in general, this new normal means operating in a peak-like environment for almost the entire year, as I said sort of at the beginning. UPS, we have added more than 600 flights in the second quarter of 2020 alone more than 260 in the third quarter to cater to demand coming out of Asia. Some of these involved shifting air capacity from intercontinental to intra-Asia lanes. And the pandemic has placed the spotlight on the importance of logistics in ensuring business continuity. That meant for a lot of business owners, we had to be agile, open to considering previously unexplored options for shipping, maybe pivoting away from their current production to a different product altogether. And just to give you a small example, we have been working with a retail customer. They produce clothing lines, jerseys, and beginning of the pandemic, they ended up obviously having to shut down for a short period, but they shifted most of their production to cloth masks to fill the need for the population to have enough masks. That level of agility from customers we're seeing all over the place. And again, ensuring business continuity can also mean transforming that business model and utilizing digital channels. And when we talk about transformation, it's not a one-time event. It's not a one-time strategic investment that you're making. This is just an ongoing internal evolution that organizations have to go through.
2: To end this conversation, I'd like to hear from you as a business leader, the valuable lessons this crisis has taught
1: you and your company, the UPS. So UPS is a service organization which means it's all about the interactions we as UPSers have regardless of what function or department you work for whether it be our frontline delivery folks service providers who are having those direct interactions with those customers or back office folks it's all about the experience we've been doing this even prior to the pandemic but those experiences that we create for customers is so wildly important to us It's not just the package. It's about what's inside the package. It could be a wedding dress, a Christmas gift, or life-saving medication. That we understand, that experience that we're creating for a single individual makes us realize that what we're doing, what we're delivering really matters. Also seeing just how important it is from a leadership perspective to be on the ground with your team. Not just to do a cursory hello, but to really understand kind of what's going on with them. Uh, How they're impacted by all of this, just because you may really never know what an individual is going through. I think that brings me to sort of the mental health side of what's been happening for the last eight months, which we have actually been talking about with our teams over the last, I would say, two months or so. Working from home has been great for a lot of people. Obviously, you have technical challenges with network and internet connections, but I think overall it's been positive. But at the same time, after eight or nine months of doing this, you're seeing virtual meeting fatigue people are working maybe longer hours because they just have the ability to. And I think as leaders, we have to be a lot more in touch with our folks to, again, stay connected and understand what they may be going through and be there for them where they need to. UPS is interesting because we have a lot of folks. Most of our folks are on the front lines, right? They're out there in the operations, either delivering packages or they're on our hub or gateway operations. But you also have a whole host of other staff, again, working behind the scenes, some on site, some working from home. I think the social aspect of who we are as humans definitely has been lost the last nine months. And for obvious good reason, but you can't say it, it hasn't had an impact. It has, and it's going to continue. And we as leaders really need to provide an environment for our people to either provide feedback to us, understand what the challenges that they may be facing, ensuring that people are taking vacation, even if they're, they're staying at home during that, but at that time off really helps people recharge, stress relieving activities, those kind of things. I think that that's hugely important because as a central infrastructure, considering while we see a light at the end of the tunnel regarding a vaccine, the reality is, is that we're gonna be probably faced with this situation for a little while longer and we need to keep delivering. And that's what we're gonna do. Part of my job, and probably my number one priority is to ensure the safety, health, and well-being of everyone that works for UPS.
0: And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard Chris Bono, Managing Director of UPS Philippines, speaking with Business World Senior Reporter R.J.L. Balindin. A few takeaways from their conversation businesses are rethinking how their supply chains are set up not just from a cost efficiency standpoint but also from a resiliency perspective and speaking of being resilient chris says that it's really important for business leaders to understand how their people are doing we at b-side hope that you're doing well that you're staying safe and staying sane this episode was recorded remotely on november 27. this is samuel marcelo